Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. And I don't know about you all, but I had a hard time crawling out of bed this morning. I was very, very tired and didn't want to do it. But uh, with that said, though, uh, tomorrow, I'm sorry, I will not have a live devotion. It is my birthday. I am taking the day off, so I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to do whatever it is I want to do on my day. <laughs> So it's the last year of my 40s, so I might as well enjoy it while I can. But uh, I hate another year. I mean, it's good in one sense. Another year's went by. Bad in another sense. You're just another year older. And uh, oh, well. But uh, it is what it is. Who we got watching this morning here? We got Miss Jennifer Honeycutt, Amy Oaks-Turner, Brandy Boyd-Young, Darlene Barker. Appreciate you wonderful people for tuning in this morning and joining us for this morning's devotions. All right, my friends, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance at this time. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. My, 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 my friends, i tell you what's the truth. It is, uh, country is... Has gone mad. It really has. Um, you know, of course, I guess the first thing is probably on the foremost thought of most people's minds right now is the devastation of this tornado in Arkansas and Kentucky. Kid, as young kids as young as two months old, uh, up to adults uh, in their 80s, mid 80s, that have died from this tragedy. So we need to be in prayer for these families. I mean, right here at Christmas time. And uh, really be praying for them. I'm sure I can imagine what they're having to deal with. Not only of loss of life, but loss of uh, their homes. And uh, it's just a terrible circumstance. And be praying for a lot of people in general who may be experiencing their first Christmas without uh, their loved one. Uh, we've had, just within the church alone, we've had uh, multiple uh, deaths, uh, COVID-related uh, and uh, otherwise. And they're having to uh, face this year uh, without that significant other. So really be in prayer for these families and what they're having to deal with. I'm sure it's very difficult for them. But um, on the political aspects of it, uh, of course, you know, uh, <laughs> unbelievable, man. I tell you what, Joe Biden and the rest of their little staff is uh, blaming Trump for Biden's low poll numbers. Uh, it just never ceases to amaze me how they want to blame Everybody and anybody, instead of taking responsibility for what they have done, but any accomplishments they want to take credit for. That, you know, an example, of course, every good thing that Trump done, they try to say that Obama built that. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. You know, it's just, it's just sickening uh, to see the, uh, and I think things are going to get worse in regards to this recession, uh, gas prices. Uh, it's just going to continue to get worse, and of course, our moral decay of uh, these uh, smash and grab. Uh, groups that are going to stores and stealing uh, the moral and spiritual decay uh, of this push to make same-sex uh, marriage okay uh, or relationships in general okay. I was reading an article this morning. Uh, good morning, Kelly. Uh, an article this morning, Mike Hansen. Good morning. Uh, that um, said in an alternate universe, they are. You know, of course, you know they made uh, Superman gay or his son gay, uh, and now they're saying that in an alternate universe. Wonder Woman and Supergirl's gay. You know, guys, I'm just 
nauseated at this propaganda and indoctrination of our children to make them think that this alternative lifestyle choice is acceptable, natural, and okay when it's anything but. It is a disgusting, perverse, hedonistic lifestyle choice. And, uh, you know, if there's somebody watching this today who's dealing with this, now I get mad at the liberal agenda as a whole in regards to this push on homosexuality. Talk to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, I, I, I know that I wouldn't be as harsh, but I'm not going to change my stand or my convictions in regards to this lifestyle. They need to understand that this path they're on is wrong, as any other path that is contrary to the Word of God. A sin-filled life, a life chosen other than that of God, is going to lead you to death and destruction and hell. I mean, there's no, ways to, no two ways to, other, to put it. Uh, you know, it, it's either you choose God or you choose what you want to do. And uh, sadly, uh, people have given over uh, to what they want instead of what God wants for their lives. And like I said, that, that sexual preference has no uh, uh, distinction in that regards to the fact if you're doing anything contrary to the Word of God, then that's somewhere in an area that you need to get help and counseling in and get that rectified uh, before God. And, um, you know, it is, uh, I'm just... It's just, I don't know. I was going to tell you something. I might as well blank on me. We're <laughs> going to be turning 49 tomorrow and already getting Alzheimer's. Uh, but anyway, um, oh, what was I going to tell you? I was going to tell you something in regards to this whole mess that's going on. Um, something that I read recently. Hello, Nicole. Um, oh, goodness. It's on all the same lines what we were just talking about and this whole same sex. Uh, oh, I know what it was. Um, of course, you know, you got these different videos now that pop up on uh, Facebook or, or, or if you're looking at TikTok or whatever those videos are. And how, I don't know. But anyway, had this uh, black woman on there. Uh, apparently, she claims to be a pastor and was trying to uh, say that God's word doesn't condemn homosexuality and was erroneously using scripture and uh, to back up what she was trying to say and people were like oh i wish i had a pastor if i could go, if i ever went to a church i want a pastor like you and stupid stuff like that and i put on there i said you are an apostate you are telling half truths and what you are saying is wrong and uh, it just because it, it, it because there are actual pastors out there who think along that lines when God's word is clear in the old testament in the new she's trying to say well we no longer hold to the old testament laws truth in part but when something is put in the old testament and reinforced again in the new testament that's when we abide by that just like with that with homosexuality as we see in leviticus we see in deuteronomy we see in romans we see in corinthians we see it time and again that this is wrong and i'm tired of so-called christians making light of it and that it's no big deal and condoning it and people are falling in line with it and uh saying well i guess it's no big deal when it is our sins are a big deal like I said, gay or straight, and whether you, that's why there's no, not a lot of churches preaching the fact of conviction of sins that you're in need of a Savior because you're headed for hell, and people just don't seem to get that through their thick skulls, you know, there's not going to be no justification of sins, the only way you're going to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone, that is the only way, God's word is clear, no man comes to the Father except through me, your good works are filthy rags before the sight of God. And it makes me, angers me when I see people out there claiming to be Christians and erroneously using Scripture. Remember, Satan used Scripture himself, but he used it erroneously and used it to, and twisted it to his benefit. Even Satan can appear as an angel of light. And that's why, my friends, we have to stay on guard. We have to be diligent. 
And we have to be as wise as serpents, as harmless as doves. We have to know the word of God, and we have to be able to stand for what is right and true against a society and a culture who hates and despises us. And it will only continue to grow to be worse. Uh, Sunday morning, I'll be honest with you, it got me a little down. Our church was really empty. Uh, you know, it, uh, and beyond, uh, I was talking to dad about it and he said, uh, he was surprised we had as many as we did because we've had, uh, two recent deaths because of COVID and people were freaked out about it. Some people have just gotten lazy because of COVID and want to stay home and watch. I'm glad we have that convenience of watching online. Uh, it, it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity as we're seeing this morning to be able to stream online and to uh, have a, a Bible study. But, um, and we cannot express enough. I'm not talking about fountain life, but churches in general. You need to go to a good Bible-believing church, and you need to attend, and you need to be there. Do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We need to be together with like-minded believers. It is imperative. It is important to be there, particularly on Sunday mornings. And uh, and I hate that we've had to go to, on Sunday, Wednesday night to online only, but nobody was coming. So, you know, uh, we get far more outreach online than we do uh, in person on, on the evening services. So that's why we've resorted to that. But um, uh, but you can't, don't neglect that Sunday morning. That's why churches across the country are shutting down. And nothing sickens me wor- worse than seeing what used to be a church and somebody's turned it into a bar. That, to me, is just blasphemy. I just, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not saying I've got, I don't have a biblical stance on that. I'm sure if I look hard enough, I could find a scripture to substantiate it. But it just sickens me to see something that was holy to be now be turned into a bar. But anyway, don't forget the, the importance of church, all right? All right, so let's look at our uh, verse of, uh, of discussion this morning. Uh, we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 2, 14. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. All right. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. We look at this verse here, uh, but to... to but. If I could read this morning, but thanks be to God, all right, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession. What Paul is referencing here is the fact that uh, during this particular time, place, and history, uh, what he's comparing this to is that uh, when uh, Roman soldiers were returning back from war, there would be a parade through the streets of, of of those in the military campaign and the captives from the enemies. Uh, would be marching alongside uh, them through those streets. Of course, people would be cheering of their victory and what they accomplished. Well, in essence, what he's saying is what Christ is doing for us. He is proudly parading us as captives for him. Now, remember, you can be a slave to sin or you can be a slave to Christ. See, God uh, frees us from that slavery of sin. That's why we have uh, the opportunity for uh, eternal life, or we have eternal life, rather, because that should be a better way to put it. When we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we become, in essence, immortal. Uh, we are. Uh, we will live for eternity with Jesus Christ. But um, we want to be sold out to him. We want to be slaves for Jesus Christ. You know, we're no longer under that bondage that changes. We are now free, men and women, when you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, but you want to be sold out. And when we say that, use that word slavery, which has such a negative connotation to it, just like uh, uh, I was watching, uh, uh, re-watching the Spider-Man movie uh, uh, with uh, Tom Holland uh, come out a few years ago, and she didn't want to go up into the... Um, 
uh, Washington Monument there in D.C. She said it was built by slaves. You know, people, they want to cancel culture, everything and anything, if it has any connection to slavery. But uh, slavery was bad. It was wrong. I, nobody's denying that. But uh, we learn from that history so that we don't repeat things. But we'll get into another time. But anyway, but we want to be slaves to Jesus Christ. We want to be sold out to him because he is our Lord, our master, our king. We want to be sold out to him. So he parades us through uh, showing in triumph that he has overcome sin and death. And that's what Paul is referencing here. And through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. When you look at that, again, he's referencing uh, when the priest uh, would offer up uh, the burnt offerings. And uh, that self-sacrifice, in essence, of those burnt offerings. And uh, there's a sweet-smelling aroma unto God. And when we go through our trials, when we go through our tribulations, when we're going dealing those things, we stay the course. We stay true to uh, what God has called us to do. It is offering up a sweet-smelling fragrance, that sacrifice to God. Because when you look at this, if, you got your, if you're looking in your Bibles, which I hope you are, but if you're not, uh, we'll pray for you. <laughs> but uh, uh, if you look, uh, of course, that was verse... Um, 14 uh but if you look at verse 13 uh, paul says my spirit was not at rest okay because i did not find my brother titus he left Cor corinth in a very difficult time and in search for titus but the point i'm making here is is that uh, my spirit was not at rest how many times are our spirits not at rest that we are torn and we are tormented uh, i deal with anxiety really bad i deal with depression i deal with things that i have to really fight on a daily basis if i allowed it to it would consume me uh, i get uh, i've dealt with anxiety uh, good morning karen from the time of being a child uh, i remember when going to school i would get so sick to my stomach i'd have such anxiety and, and dread uh, to go to school and uh, and and even today uh, when i have to uh, go and I'm called out to go whatever place, whether it's to speak or uh, officiate a wedding or funeral, whatever it may be, I get a lot of anxiety and it, it's really tough. I, in fact, I have to uh, quote Philippians 4, 6, and 7 over and over to be anxious for nothing by prayer and supplication and request be made known unto God and the peace of God surpasses all the understanding. Guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's why I have to repeat that over and over so I can deal with my stress level. And when you're dealing with trials and tribulations, very much, you know, this has been a, a, a terrible year for the young family. Uh, there's no, no two ways about it. It's been very tough, very difficult. Uh, the old devil's attacked us uh, unrelentlessly and, and, uh, and but uh, I'm uh, trying to slow down. <laughs> I got so much going on that the, the wheel gets so fast in the head. Sometimes the thoughts are there, but the words don't come out. I have to do like uh, uh, when I used to work with these uh, kids uh, with special needs uh, in uh, Washington County schools. Uh, sometimes they get so excited that they couldn't get their words out. And I say, slow down, use your words. So sometimes I have to tell myself, slow down. Use your words, okay? <laughs> so slow down here and get this out. Uh, and now I've, I've lost my train of thought where I was even going with that now, but because uh, I was trying to explain that. But the fact remains is, though, uh, you know, it is, uh, we all deal with tribulation. We deal with stress. We deal with tough times. We deal with his finances, physical, uh, cars breaking down, you know, I, which we've, we've faced a lot of that this year. Uh, but I, I know what I was thinking. I was thinking of Job. Remember how Job lost everything. You know, he he lost his children. He lost his home. He lost everything. Uh, of course, his wife was still there to torment him. But, uh, you know, uh, 
I better let that go. There's too many women watching. If I make a joke, they might they might string me up here. But anyway, uh, he still stayed true to the Lord, and that's what we have to do. Uh, the The victory is God's. Uh, he's he, the the battle is won, uh, but God uh, triumphantly is there for us, and He parades us through our spiritual battles, showing the enemy that He has conquered and overcome. And God gives us that strength to endure and persevere during those very difficult times in our lives, those stress-filled lives, those high, times of high anxiety. Uh, it is, uh, it's only God that I know gets me through, that gives me that strength, that helps me to endure and to persevere and to wake up each morning and to keep going forward. Uh, you know, it's uh, so easy to want to give up. It's so easy to want to say, you know what, I, I can't take anymore, you know. And then we remember Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And, you know, you may always wonder, well, how does this work together for good? I don't know how, the, you know, on this side of heaven, certain circumstances uh, work together for his good. But on the, when we get to heaven one day, these things will be revealed to us. You know, I know there's times when I've been in the hospital or when Brandy's been in the hospital, we've had opportunities to... Now there's somebody else about Jesus Christ to witness to them, to uh, invite them to church. You know, maybe we that was why we were there, just for that very reason. Uh, to or why you may be put in a position uh, that may not be uh, maybe a tough situation, but maybe God put you there to be a witness to somebody that needed to hear it. Uh, you know, even my dad when he was uh, he thought he was uh, he more or less was having a heart attack. I guess it was uh, the uh, uh, was that a regular heartbeat, uh, the E-fib thing that uh, they had to, like, they thought they was going to have to shock it, put it back in place, uh, the rhythm, but they would do it chemically and not have to do that. But even when he's in the emergency room, he's asking tell, asking people if they knew Jesus Christ Lord and Savior and if, or if they went to church anywhere. And, and and people, they're basically like, you know, like, I can't believe you asked me that. You know, it's like people don't, uh, I guess they don't hear a lot of that uh, coming through there. Uh, so who knows what your opportunities may be, where you may be placed. And the Lord only knows why you're going through certain situations. I know that when we're going through trials and tribulations, that people always think that there is a meaning behind it. You know, remember that whenever the disciples went through trials and tribulations, they never questioned, they never tried to ask, what's the meaning? You know, I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. There may be meaning behind it. There may be a reason. Maybe God is trying to get you in a direction or something trying to happen. That's not always true. Sometimes we bad things happen because we live in a fallen world. All right? You know, people may say in the midst of this this tornado that cost lives as, as early as babies to, to elderly, you know, why did God allow this to happen? God is in control, just like on 9-11. God is in control. He's where he's always at, and he is sovereign. And, and you know, But we live in a fallen world, and tragedy is going to happen. Uh, the, the heinous acts that we see on 9-11 or the, the destruction and, and the chaos that we see from a tornado is, is almost a, a, a symbolic way of looking uh, at the heinous way that God sees evil and sin in our lives. But God is in control, and you know you, there is as bad as there was death uh, and destruction. There are also stories of of incredible uh, feats that happened. How people's lives were saved. As one woman was talking about, she said that a a center block wall fell on top of her, and she thought thought this was it. And she said that a man she's calling Superman. She they nobody knows who he was or where he was at. I. I, I you know, it, for all I know, it could have been an angel sent from God. But uh, she said this man lifted this center block wall off her 
and saved her and several other people. Maybe God sent an angel and uh, to help these individuals. Lives that were saved, that God put in place, that he had a plan and a reason for their lives to still be here. We don't know on the side of heaven how something like that could work together for God's good. But when you hear stories like that and other stories like on 9-11, people who do, uh, whose tire went flat couldn't get to work that day, might have been mad and upset and kind of find out if they'd been in that building, they would have died that day. It's amazing and incredible how you can see the stories of triumph and the lives spared that God may use in a mighty way. We don't know. But God is in control, and he is sovereign, and Satan is on this uh, planet, and he is causing chaos, and he is trying to destroy and kill and, and separate from the love of God uh, every way that he can. But nothing can separate from the love of God, that we are in God's mighty, righteous right hand. And if God is for us, who can be against us? My friends, we are triumph. We are... We are uh, we're, <laughs> cannot talk today we're in a triumphal parade all right as we were reading here as just said the roman soldiers were we're in god's parade and we are slaves to him and we are sold out to him we must trust him in good times and the bad times let us serve him and keep our eyes on christ at all times and areas of our lives no matter what's going on and remember our god is our anchor in the midst of the storm let us pray Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each day to serve you well, to be strengthened, to be encouraged, uh, no matter what the trials may come, that we keep our eyes on you. And Lord, for anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning, that you'll lead God, which will protect them, keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Lord, be with our children as they're going to work and school, our spouses. Lord, watch over, put a holy edge of protection about them and keep them safe. Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with the families who uh, are dealing with the devastation of this tornado and the loss of family members. And uh, Lord, I pray that you will encourage them and help them during this difficult time. Be with the families in our church that have lost loved ones, that you will uh, help them as well. And Lord, I do pray for uh, my cousin Paige who, uh, uh, who lost her uh, baby, Lord, and uh, that you'll help them. Uh, Lord, I do pray that you'll be with Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, Larry and Donna Knight and so many others I see on Facebook each and every day in any prayers. I pray that your will be done in those situations. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all watching. Like I said, tomorrow morning, though, I will, uh, I will be sleeping in at this time. It is my boyf day, and I plan on taking the day off. And uh, I want to... Uh, sit under the uh, Krispy Kreme donut vat and drink the chocolate as it comes off the conveyor belt. <laughs> no, I would die of a diabetic uh, coma if I did that. But uh, So if you don't see me in the morning, you know why. But Lord willing, Thursday and Friday, we'll be back at it. So anyway, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.